Welcome to the One Corner at a Time podcast. I am the host, Zachary Lathan Williams. Um, I sat down with my guy, Jakan. Uh, Jakan is extremely talented and overall a genuine guy. We had the kind of conversation that I aim to have every episode. Uh, something thought-provoking, but fun. Um, I'm definitely excited to share this conversation. So without further ado, I present Jakan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man, Jakan. Welcome to the One Corner at a Time podcast, bro. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here, man. Thank you. Blessings. Blessings, man. Yeah, so um, it's it's dope how we met, bro. It's dope how we met, bro. We at the park, you know what I'm saying? The kids, they they playing or whatever like that, man. And, you know, my kids, they extroverted. They go run up to everybody and talk to them and just... Mm -hmm. They they really they don't engage with anybody, bro. And um, shit, I remember at that time, bro, I was I was going through some things. I was real quiet. You feel me? And just processing some things, bro. And then you came up to me. You feel me? Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The kids playing or whatever like that, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? I see you doing your father shit, whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And we didn't had a conversation, bro. We was going through similar things. You yeah. know what I'm saying, yeah, bro? Absolutely. And that was huge for me, bro, at that time, bro, because you know when you are going through some stuff. You kind of begin to feel like you on an island, but to meet somebody that you don't even know type shit, and they going through similar things, bro. That's amazing. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying, bro? So it's real dope to have you on, bro. It's real dope to have you on. Had this conversation with you, man. Um, how your son doing, bro? Man, my son is my son is doing well. Um, he's doing real good, man. He's with his mother right now, um, so she's just kind of keeping him on, you know, for the lockdown with the whole coronavirus thing. And, yeah, that's crazy. Um, that is crazy. Uh, I would like to have him. I had him last week, so we kind of do like a week-by-week thing. Yeah. Um, I work with her really well. She asked to keep him, so I'm like, well, go ahead. Yeah. You know, if you need anything, let me know, but I'm here. So he's doing good. School is going well. We're about to transition him out of uh, public school into private school. Nice. Um, I found a really good private school that's close. Mm-hmm. Uh, the school he's in now is actually closer to me, but this one is not too far. Yeah. Uh, really good program. It's uh, K through eighth grade. So after eighth grade, he can automatically get into Dominican or Pius. Yeah, th- nice. You know, from that private school. So other than that, man, he's growing. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people like to call their kids bad. I don't want to say that. He's very uh, <laughs> curious and adventurous. That's what I like to say. For um, sure. So he he's great, man. It's a little mini-me. It's a blessing. I love being a father. So Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. Hey, you know, when you think back to, like, that day when we all we all met for that first time, bro, and for I, I remember, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you talking about the situation, you know what I'm saying, the co-parenting situation. Yeah. And now it seems like it's a lot of peace in that situation, bro, right? Like, do you would you imagine? <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a, it, you know, it, it starts with us. I feel like as, as a father, as a man, we got to take initiative and we have to lead, whether it's yeah. um, a situation that we want to be in or not, you know? So, um I had to not point the finger at nice. anybody. I had to take accountability and see what was I doing wrong. How can I make this situation, you know, work for not just me, but for yeah. her and I and the kids. So um, things are getting better. Um, yeah. It's not a hundred percent there, but it's it's getting better, and we, you know, have the same thing in common. We both love this little boy to death. Absolutely. So we got to just remember to put him first, and and that's where it's at right now. But um, like you said, when we met. It was energy, you know what I'm For saying. Sure. It was it was just good energy that I got from you um, with your kids talking to my son and playing. 
but we definitely both were going through some things at the same time. And, you know, sometimes we kind of, as brothers, we got to help each other and, you know, you know, help each other keep our head up. 1,000. And look where we at now. You know what I mean? 1,000, man. You know, so things, it looks like things are going better for you as well. So I could definitely see that on social media. So that's, (laughs) that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. For sure, bro. So now you in, you in uh, audio engineering school, right? Yeah. So I'm enrolled at MATC full time, Mm -hmm. um, for audio engineering, audio production, same thing. Um, I started, in January. So this is my first semester. I had already finished school back at Lakeland College in Sheboygan a okay. few years ago. Um, I just felt like I kind of wasted my time. I mm. was just there. My mom kind of pushed me to go. Um, I had scholarships for music and I knew that's what I wanted to do, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. So I was yeah. kind of lost. You know, you're 18, you finish high school and it's just like go to college. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do or what i needed to be doing and now I wish I would have went to MATC five six years ago yeah you know because now I know what I'm here for and my grades are outstanding I'm I'm loving what I'm doing so yeah I I like that bro because I think that uh sometimes people see that as a disadvantage you know we we older now so to Mm -hmm. to start any endeavor like fresh whether it be school whether it be a, a apprenticeship whatever to start that at like a a a older age some people you know, they uh they timid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't want to do that, bro, because they feel like they're too old. Um, but man, you go into it, bro, like really focused, like laser focused. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm going into what what, what I'm going back to school for now, bro. Mm-hmm. Like listen, bro. Like I don't, I ain't had that same mind at 18, 19. You dig what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, same thing you describing, bro. Just kind of lost in the wind. You know what I mean, bro? You come back into it with a really good focus. So I definitely can appreciate what you're saying, man. So listen, bro, we link at the park. Mm-hmm. I think uh, <laughs> I think you had me on Facebook. We had each other on Facebook, bro. Yeah. And he's like, bro, do you do music, bro? And at the time, like, I was, I kind of stopped doing it. You feel me? I was writing my book. Right, right. And uh, he was like, yeah, well, I, you know, I do music, bro. You know, everybody... In Milwaukee, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people do music. Yeah, it's a ton of local artists here. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. and shout out to the good ones, right? Shout out to all of them, you know, but yeah, a special <laughs> shout out to the good ones. <laughs> special shout out to the good ones, bro. Uh, but, you know, you're like, yeah, bro, I do music, but, you know, I'm finna sing you something, man. So, you know, I ain't know what to expect, bro. I think my expectation was just like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Bro, listen. <laughs> <laughs> this the thing, bro. This the thing. Like, I say this about my boy. My boy Jay, you know what I'm saying? His rap name Alexander. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guy Dio, his rap name is King Bando, and um, Carlos. You know he produced my nigga. Uh, yeah, produced by yeah, Ron. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The thing about like it's certain people where it gets to a point where you're not listening because they your homie. Like you, you also listening because the shit is really good. Absolutely. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So when yeah. you sent the song, I'm like, whoa, like. This shit is really good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, I ain't just listening because he, I see he a cool dad and shit yeah, like that, bro. Yeah. Like, no, this is really good, yeah. man. Like, bro, don't play, bro. That's that's a classic, boy. Man, I appreciate that, man. I, I worked really, really hard on that song, man. Uh, probably about 16 hours. And mm. what I mean by that is I, 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 I did two studio sessions for that song. Mm. Um they were like full days. It was like an eight-hour day, wow. and then I came back and did another eight-hour day um, because we built the song from scratch. Mm. Um, 
the lyrics were already created, but we didn't have any music for it. Mm. So I'm I'm big on songwriting. Um, recently, as of now, a couple of the guys that I've been working with, we don't really write as much because it's kind of like an in the zone thing, and we have the space and opportunity to put music on and then just put it on wax right away. Yeah. And then we can work on it from there. Yeah. At that time when I made Don't Play, I didn't have access to a studio the way I do now. Right. So I had to like sit at home, really polish lyrics, then book studio sessions, mm. and then get in there and be prepared. Mm. So that's kind of how that went. Um, and funny story about that, I, I threw a big party the night before I actually recorded that song. Really? So I was like in the studio hungover <laughs> when, when we made that. Um, yeah, yeah. So shout out shout out to the producer. Uh, his name is Charles Forsberg. He goes oh. as uh, Charlie Cooks. I know he's been working with Carlos now. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they've been working together a lot. And then uh, my brother that actually... Uh, assisted with the lyrics, mm. uh, my guy Brandon Young. So we, uh, he co-wrote the song with me. Yeah. Um, and I'm big on creativity. A lot of people like to be boxed in, and they like to work on lyrics alone. Yeah. I don't really think that's the best way to do it. I think making music is a uh, creative space that should be, you know, open for just not just you to be allowed in that for space. Sure. So I'm always open to. Other people writing or co-writing or writing for others, and that's how that song came about. We we took a, two full days in the studio, um, recorded the lyrics, worked on the production together, and then the next day we spent a full eight hours just really polishing it, like harmonies, mixing, mastering it, getting all the production done, and then. It's a, it's a smash, man. Yeah, it I, is, bro. It is. I haven't had like an album or anything since then. Mm. And so every song, it gets compared to that. Like everything that I'm doing, I'm, I'm trying to make it that level so yeah. we can put together a solid project and every song sounds yeah, as yeah. good as that one. Now, do you, I got a couple questions. So yeah. do you, what you just said, um, you know, with that kind of being the measuring stick, is that, and I'll give you a personal example. So, um, this is the start of season two. We uh two episodes in now. Okay. Last season it was seven episodes. It was a conversation with my guy Chad. Um and really, really, really dope conversation. And um my OG had texted me, he was like, Yeah, hey, man, you know it's kinda hard to follow up that one episode, but uh, you know, my my latest episode with uh my homegirl Toy, he said it was really dope. And so what I'm asking is, when we do something and it, it, it hits this certain level, going back to like not necessarily recreate that, but like match that, match that level. It can be a dangerous game. Like I remember, yeah. um, I think it was uh, they was talking about Nas and like Illmatic, right? Right. Yeah. And you know he was saying like you know people was trying to pressure him like, all right, you gotta make another Illmatic, you gotta make another Illmatic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's kind of a dangerous game to like be in a studio thinking about all right, this need to be, this need to hit like don't play, or is that the or is that the mindset? Am I getting that right? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I try not to think about it. Okay, good. good. Otherwise, you'll never... It's like chasing a high. For sure. You know, if you get... You know, that, that the first time you get high, or it, it, it's, it's just different because you've never been there. And yeah. then they say, like, you, you keep trying to chase that. And and I don't mean necessarily with just drugs. I mean like with 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 music or with mm. with sex. You you can have a great time or do something really good and and that's um it's nostalgic for you. Yeah. And so we we try to chase that. As far as creating music, I just like to have fun. I don't like to think about it too much. Mm. Um 
I know it is business though. So when we start talking about putting a project together or putting the album or having singles, you you want everything to be good, but that's why we make two and three hundred songs. Yeah, <laughs> so for like sure. like now I have access where we're recording now and I mean Usually, sometimes we might be down there three days in a row, and we able to churn out twenty songs, mm, wow. and that's the beauty of it. Where now everything might not be a ten out of ten, but if I got twenty of these songs in the last seven days, I'm I can guarantee you at least five of these joints hit. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. So um, it's just about trying to stay consistent. Um, For sure, I'm at a point now where. Everything is independent. I'm not really looking for a label. So I've been working with a publishing company uh, with a really good friend of mine and then another guy that's putting together like an indie label. Mm. And we know how to like mix and record ourselves and stuff like that. So it's really just cutting the middleman out. Yeah. And we taking our time. Yeah. You know, uh, we don't have all day, but, you know, yeah, we, sure. we're doing it the way we want to do it. So For sure. No, and and I like that, man. You know, you said with don't play. Uh, that's like a sixteen hour, uh, sixteen hour work, yeah, work day behind that song. And I'm, you know, I'm a nerd, man. Like I like to to know the details about the art that I'm enjoying. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and knowing that y'all put sixteen hours into it, like it, it's definitely like sonically, you can you can tell, you can definitely yeah, tell, man. Absolutely. It's on a higher level for sure, man. But so I got a question because. When I was doing music, um, mm -hmm. when I would approach a project, like I never made a bunch of songs and like picked from them. Like I usually like go if I was working on a specific project, going into it, I kind of knew what I wanted to get at, and like really every song I wrote for a project, like I might have like two that didn't make it, mm -hmm. but it was like such a laser focus where it was like, yeah, this is. I'm trying to tell this story, like this going to it, like this, like that. So making all of those songs and then dwindling them down to an album, like what is that process like? Like how do you pick, okay, this song make it, this song doesn't? Yeah, it's a new process for me, actually. I was the same way as you. Mm -hmm. I would say I was all the way down to the T. Okay, I'm going to do this EP. It's going to have eight songs. It's going to be these beats. Right here, right here, boom. Yeah. But I kind of felt like it was limiting me just personally and everybody works different mm -hmm. um but i was doing that a lot so the last couple of projects and like earlier when i was just getting started i was laser focused like that i knew the title of the project i wanted it to be nine songs and i wanted it to go in this order now i'm just kind of going off of a vibe like yeah. it's weird but you know you know what a good song is or what what that if, if it makes me feel good, then that's what I want to use. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's the lyrics that are making me feel good, whether it's the production, or whether it's just the whole song in general. Mm -hmm. And I think with with making the songs, um, I don't know what I'm going to choose. Like we'll, I'll sit down there with my team, and then we'll just kind of play stuff out loud. So some days, we might not even record. We're just like sitting down there playing songs. Yeah. Like, oh, damn, we made this three months ago. I forgot about this joint. <laughs> and it. so... That's the beauty of it too, because now I feel like I'm getting back to like the younger me, like having fun. Mm. Um, I was just taking it too serious and thinking about shit too much. Mm. When it's really like, man, just make music that you like. Right. So who doesn't matter if people like it or not, as long as you like it, 
Fuck them. You know yeah. what I mean? And we're in the time now where you can really do that and succeed. Type shit. Now, you got to obviously have fans. But I mean, when you think about all of the type of music that's out now, it's just so much music out. And people are really doing what they want to do. You don't really have to listen to a label or abide by these rules anymore when it comes to creating music. Yeah. Um, especially because, I mean... You can fucking record an album in your goddamn living room or in the basement. For sure. You know what I mean? So um, as far as picking the songs, I just go off of a vibe. Mm. Like, oh shit, this is a jam right here. Or sometimes we'll have these random listening sessions. We'll smoke or drink, invite a few people over and just play shit. You know? And um, I think you have to see how people respond. Mm -hmm. And I've seen how people respond to certain songs. And I'll make a mental note or I'll write something down in my phone, okay? Yeah. People really kind of like this one. That might have been something that I didn't really fuck with. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's just kind of how I've been doing my selection process with, with picking songs. Yeah. Now, you said that it was a time where you was taking it too serious and now you you having more fun with it. Yeah. What, what led to that? Um, I, I would think it was... Too focused on like trying to make money from it, or mm-hmm. um, I only want to work with these two producers, or I need to go to this studio, or just getting so many opinions from other people that didn't fucking matter. Yeah. Um, so, and that I'm maybe contradicting myself a little bit, but like I would have listening sessions where people would come over. Mm. Whether they like it or not, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, it's still like it's still good to get catch people's opinion. But yeah. um, there was a time where you you know when you first starting out, oh you should do it like this or you should do it like this or I, and it's like I didn't really need that. You know, um, mm-hmm. the my team is solid. I don't have yes men like. Uh, that's, that's huge right there. That's super huge. Yeah. That's super key. I have I have really good friends. I have uh, I'm surrounded by some really loyal solid guys that. Nigga, this week they'll let me know like ah, that's weak, or you should do that again, you yeah. know. And and we uh, help each other get better because one of my buddies, his name is GC the Great. He's a producer as well, but he also raps. Mm. And this guy is amazing. Like his work ethic is insane for sure. Um, but we hold each other accountable, and I, I'm able to make him better, and he's also able to make me better, as well as my brother. That's mm. with us, too, when we are creating these songs. Mm. So um, I'm not really too worried about uh, whether something sounds good or not, because I know I know these guys are going to tell me first. Yeah. So I, I could care less. No, absolutely. It's, I don't think it's contradictory at all. I, at least I understand it, because I'm at a certain point where it, it's, it's weird, because I could be... Um, Maybe a, a bit, a bit fuzzy on something. Uh huh. But I still have like a bit of confidence with it. You know, when it comes to my creativity, absolutely. Right? Like I, you got to be real selective with the voices that you let in. Man, that's that's key. Any artist that's listening to this right now, that is super key. Yeah, and then at the same time, you got to trust trust your spirit above all else. You mm-hmm. know, and I think at a stage where, you know. Maybe we don't have a million fans or something like that, but that's a blessing because you can you can just go. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You can yeah. go and then you know you know what I'm saying like 
recalibrate afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because you learn the most by putting the stuff out there. A lot of people, we, we you know, we get a. I used to get it myself. You, is it analysis paralysis? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you study writing and rewriting or something like that, and just scared to put it out because you want to put it out when it's perfect, bro. It ain't never gonna be perfect. You know no, what I'm it's saying? Not. Yeah. Like you put that thing out, you learn from it, bro. Like that process, right? Like when I when I put my book out, my book could have been published like way before it actually was Mm -hmm. you know but it it was just like because it was so personal and all of my creativity is personal this podcast is very personal you know what i'm saying um you know i i was i was scared you feel what i'm saying i was scared to put it out man and it's like all right but you know what it's this is a lady named dr brianne brown okay she got this ted talk about the power of vulnerability um me putting my art out is because it's so personal. It's it's a lot of vulnerability in it, but it's so much power in putting that thing out. Yeah, that makes sense. What yeah, I'm saying, absolutely. And and what it does is it, it informs your creativity. It kind of gives you um, this this uh, what Dr. King described as a rugged sense of self. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, bro. Mm-hmm. You know. So as I when I listen to your music, especially don't play. And uh, I can't wait to hear new music, by the way. Yeah, I got you. I got you. For um, yeah, you sure. got to give me a sneak peek, yeah, bro. Yeah, I gotta got give you a sneak for peek. sure. Um, but even as I as I hear you talk, bro, I feel like you have this. I think you in that same space creatively, mm-hmm. and it makes sense because when we f- first start talking, and you was talking about you know the, the co-parenting situation, mm-hmm. like that's pretty. That's getting better now. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I like how you said that you took the responsibility as a man to Absolutely. just okay, what can I do better? Yeah, and don't you see like how that carries over to other aspects of, of life. your life? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. I I couldn't agree more. Um, and I also really agree with the part of being scared or you know maybe nervous because it's vulnerability, man. When you when you put that music out there, um, or any creativity or like like your book, you know. And uh, congratulations because I haven't seen you since it's been out, yeah. so I got to make sure I get a copy of that for sure. But I appreciate I, it. I can, I can already, I already know that you're talking about some real deep personal stuff in there that um, it takes a lot of uh, confidence. You know, yeah. as 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 a human, to be able to put that out to the world, you sure. know what I mean. So, um, I definitely commend you on that. It's right the same me. way with music. Um, certain things that I may say or talk about, um, you, you you're exposed. Yeah, you know, man. you expose yeah. yourself to the world, and yeah. I actually like it. You know, people can form opinions, good or bad, or you know, feel a certain type of way. Um, it, it gets people going, yeah, and that's yeah. the beauty, man. You, you, uh, you know, you publish a book and then you put it out there, and, and people can read it. And you never know that uh, who who needed that. One thousand. You know what I mean? One thousand. Not only did you uh, write that book for yourself, but you really wrote that for somebody out there that needed it that you don't even yeah. know. You know what I mean? That's real. Um, and that's the power of words, because words and are the same as lyrics and 1, songs, 000, man. So I I try to be careful about what I speak about in songs. I try to speak things into existence in songs yeah. because, man, the power of, of of words is a real thing. Yeah. When you even as little as like I'm going to get up and go to the store today, and then an hour later you actually go to the store. Mm. I mean, that's that's just the power of words when you speak that kind of shit into existence. So yeah, you tell yourself like. 
um, with the co-parenting situation, me and her were not getting along. And there was this whole custody placement battle mm-hmm. and child support. And I said, no, I'm going to get get this to be the way that I need it to be where it works for both of us. I had to take a couple trips down to the courthouse, but the shit worked itself out. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's it's just really about educating yourself and, yeah. and, and us as being men doing what the fuck we need to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you was talking about... Uh, Confidence, bro, and it's crazy. I was having a conversation with a homegirl, and um, you know, she was like, uh, she was like, uh, bro, you, you know, you cocky. I'm like, bro, yeah, you must not really know me because I'm not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like, right. I'm not. But I think the thing is, bro, like, I might have, and I want to ask you this, bro, because I think I might have gotten a little good at like kind of feigning confidence. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like faking it till you make it, bro. And yeah. as a creative, like you. Do you agree that you kind of got to do that at times, bro, to, Man, to make it through? And it's not even it's not even cocky. It's it's being in tune with your star player. Like you you a good person. <laughs> Shout out to Cat, Cat Williams. Williams when yeah. he when he talked about that. That was some of the best stand up. I love stand up comedy, by the way, because sure. certain guys be talking some real shit. Yeah. Like Dave Chappelle and Cat Williams talk some real shit. Absolutely. Right. Um, even Chris Rock. So shout out to those guys. But man. That being in tune with your star player, that's that's real shit, man. Mm-hmm. And some people are not in tune. They out of tune. Straight up. And so when you come around with that aroma, it's intimidating. And Facts, so that's bro. why motherfuckers will say some <laughs> goofy shit like, oh, he cocky. No, motherfucker. I, I, I know I'm good at what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1, I feel 000. good about myself. 1, you know 000, what I mean? Bro. You don't feel good about yourself. Don't don't bring that over to me. Type shit. Type like, shit. Go, go back in the mirror and work on you. Yeah, We bro. all had to yeah. do it. We all had to do it. I had to do it, man. I had to do it. You got to go back and work on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes it, uh, like, Dealing with relationships and shit, like I had to get out of that mm-hmm. and focus on me, like and better myself. Because yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. not where I need to be, it's no way I can get us where we sh- need we need to be in a that's relationship. A fact, so that's a fact. Yeah. Anybody listening, work on yourself. Yeah, for that's real, a fact, that bro. shit is for real. Take some time. I was doing a lot for others, um, and I besides my son, you know, he he didn't actually be here, so I always got him first. But I was doing a lot of shit for a lot of people, mm. and not really working on me, and not really focusing in on me. It's okay to put you first. Yeah. Sometimes we don't, you know, because we got kids, and that's that. I'm not talking about anybody with kids. In general, though, it's okay to put yourself first. Mm. That's how everything else can be better around you. When you put yourself first take care of yourself, then you'll be able to take care of others. But you, nah, yeah, you can't take like care that. of nobody if you don't take care of you. Yeah, I like that a lot, bro. Like, bro, what I what I do on my phone, like I got, you know, my favorites, man, it's like five people. And there's times where I just put that phone on, do not disturb, and then the only people that could get through. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't deal with, with nobody else. So I, I'm real, I'm real just, just particular about like priorities. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like That's good, man. I, I got to start, you know, spiritually, you got to be right, bro. Mm-hmm. Family, you dig what I'm saying? Getting that gym. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Yeah. Just, you got to have your priorities and, and every day, like, it's three or five things that I know I got to do for myself. And it really helps everything, bro, from my relationship to the creativity, yeah. just relationships in general, not just right, romantic, right. but shit with my parents, bro, with my boys, with my sisters. You dig what I mean? Bro? Absolutely, man. I, I like that you said that I've been seeing you, because uh, I, I was scroll on the internet a lot. So yeah. I've been seeing that you been in the gym. I just started going oh, yeah? in February at Gold's Gym downtown. Okay, okay. I got to check Gold's and out. Bro. It's yeah. man, it's nice because um 
you know, we can hoop, mm-hmm. lift a little bit, and then I just I go sit in the jacuzzi and then I swim. Type shit. You know what I mean? Shit. And oh, that's yeah. man, I need that. That man, I feel so good after I leave. And yeah. so this coronavirus shit has been kind of fucking everything up. I haven't <laughs> been back to the gym yet, but um it's just, you know, taking that two to three hours to yourself. And that's that's my me time. I go, I put some shots up. Yeah. Then I lift a little bit. Then I go sit in the jacuzzi. Then I swim. Then I get back in the jacuzzi, shower, then I go home. Man, I feel so fucking good. Yeah. (laughs) I feel good after that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. You know, so um that's that's really what it's all about, man. We gotta especially us as black men, man, we have to take care of ourselves. We gotta bro. take care of ourselves. One thousand. You know. Bro, I, I used to hoop, bro. I'm I'm washed. You now. ain't hooping <laughs> no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably wash now. Like listen, bro, I'll probably be that strongest nigga on the court, but I'm washed, bro. Man. Like I can't hoop no more. <laughs> I, it, it had been six it had been since August. Since I hooped. it had been over a year since I actually hooped in the gym. Yeah. And then uh my brother and uh, his friend invited me to go play with these guys from Greece mm-hmm. um, at at their church gym. Type and shit. so we would have five, they would have five, and every Wednesday we would get up and down the court. Man, when I tell you that first that first Wednesday I went, dog, I was gasping for air. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm really out of shape. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I you know, because I'm not a, I'm not a big guy, so I'm like, oh, this ain't shit. I can get up and down this court, man. Just that. That that back and forth five on five <laughs> shit, man. I was dead. I had For a, sure. I brought a whole jug of water with me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm about to go sign up. Next, the next day, I signed up at yeah. Goals. I was man. I was like, fuck that. I got to get back to it. But I'm also um, playing in a tournament in Chicago in April mm. um, with some guys I used to go to church with. If this coronavirus yeah. shit is done, yeah. so um, they have like this big church tournament. Uh, in Chicago, that's actually supposed to be pretty big and really nice. So I'm at goals. I was at goals every day, putting up about one to two hundred shots, just trying you, to get bro. ready, man. So I feel you. We'll see. But uh, man, we we're kind of talking about relationships, man. And uh, you look happy <laughs> as hell, my guy. You look happy <laughs> as hell, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta give me the scoop, man. What's going yeah. on? Because that came out of nowhere. At least for me, because I haven't seen you in, in, in quite some time, man. But you, you, you look happy, dude. Straight up, bro. You look Straight happy. Up. Yeah, I mean, bro. It, you know, I guess I could start it from the beginning. You know, I was uh, my my OG. He said it's companionship by committee. So before I met, her, we actually went to high school together. But okay. before I, uh, where'd you go to high school? Like? Hamilton. At Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton. I don't know why I thought Riverside. Maybe because we kind of met right yeah, over there. Yeah, we met there. over okay. there. Yeah. Okay. But you know, I was doing companionship by committee, bro. Just, you know, dating. Dating practically, right? Just practically yeah. dating, you know? And, um, man, I, I ran into her, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know, Ugly's, the club. Yeah. The day, yeah. the last day. The last day. Right, they closed down. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, that's when we ran into each other, man. And um, uh, my, I was with my cousin, Darius, and... Uh, I ain't gonna lie, like that night, bro. Like I, I caught a, a couple. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, I, I, yeah it was, I was. It was a good night. Yeah, for you, yeah, yeah. I was in. I was in rare form. It you know what I'm talking about? So you know, we going back to the car, bro. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Oh, oh girl, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, yeah, I got. You know what I'm saying? And not that she was an afterthought at all, but it was like you know because I already knew her from yeah. high school. I'm thinking about people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but bro, I swear to God, but like down there instantly, like when we got the texting, um. I'm like, bro, you know, I'm it's something. You something. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was texting back late, right? Yeah. So yeah. she uh she texted me, fam. She like, yeah, you 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 text back. So uh 
so late I'm about to lose faith. And I think she was typing too fast because she spelled lose loose. Like she had oh, an yeah. extra O. You know what I'm saying? She probably was heated. She was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Brian done got variations of that text before, right? Uh, but bro, when I seen that from her, I'm like, whoa, shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I got to hop on it. You feel right. me? So I'm calling her or whatever like that. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm out right now. I'll call you later. But it was something about getting that text from her. Like, it, it kind of showed me like, damn, I must like really... I like her type shit. So mm-hmm. just naturally, bro, like everybody else is, I ain't even paying them no attention. And uh, I had decided that I was going to be all in on her, bro, before I, um, I ain't even tell the story, bro, before um, before we was official, right? We yeah. was just, you know, seeing each other. And so the day I said I'm all in, like two days, three days go by, and I'm like, all right, but I'm finna ask her to be my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bro, pull up to the crib, you dig? And, and saying, I'm like, I got I to gotta talk to you. And we was actually hugging. Uh-huh. And my heart beating, bro. My heart beating. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm like, you feel my heart? She's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to be with you. Like, I, I want to be with you. Yeah. Long ass pause, bro. Long ass <laughs> pause. And she like, she used to call me. Now, now my name Bay. My name Bay. Yeah. Right? Right. I ain't got no name. My name Bay. You feel right. me? But then she'll call me my full name. She'll say Zachary. She's like, uh, Zachary, um, I, I I don't really, you know, I'm not trying to be, I don't, don't want to be in a relationship right now. I'm like, whoa. Well, uh, okay, you know what I'm okay. I'm defeated, right? I'm defeated. Yeah. But, but, bro, I said I was all in. Like, I made a determination. You know what I'm saying? Like, really practically thinking about, like, bro, this is who I want to be with, bro. So I'm still all in. I'm still doing the same shit, bro. And uh, we was at the crib. This is like a couple weeks later. Her crib. She on the phone with her sister. And then uh, she's like, oh, the sister, like, oh, I'll let you go because you know your man there. I'm, like, oh, I'm your man? And she's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's it what's up, dog. A it true is. love story. For real, for real. <laughs> she tried it's to get it. you at first, yeah. yeah they, they they play hard to get, man, but they they really want, it sounded like she really wanted to see if you was if you was really on that. Type you shit. know what I mean? And, and now Type I look shit. like, Man, y'all, y'all steady. Y'all yeah, rocking steady, bro, man. Yeah, bro, we we rocking, bro. You know, it's it's uh love is work, bro. You Absolutely. feel me? Love is work. Say bro. that one more time. Man, love is work. Absolutely, man. You know what I'm saying, man? And you know, we only a couple months in, so we still learning each other, bro, and, mm-hmm. and making them adjustments, bro. But I mean, shit, I know I ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She know she ain't going nowhere. So and really, bro, like it, it's Man, bro, when you got somebody steady, bro, like it kind of steadies everything else. As yeah, man. you feel me, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of just provide, like, all right, you know, you you good right here. So it's it's a beautiful thing, bro. It's a beautiful that, thing. That for is, sure. man. I like that. I like that you said too uh, when we first started talking about this. The whole uh, dating practically, yeah. Like, elaborate on that for me, like, because some people think they dating and yeah. they don't really know what that like. Like give them the grown man dating See, practically definition. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like this was my thing when I was, you know, doing my companionship by committee, and uh, OG Chris he got a trademark that uh, when I was doing that, bro, I I, I wouldn't, I ain't gonna have sex with everybody. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I was pushing that to the back burner. You feel got me? To. Like really, you know what I'm saying? Because I wanted to really analyze who I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying, bro? And and, and just and just really see. What exactly I wanted, you feel me? What yeah. exactly I wanted, what I could bring to the table, so on and so forth, bro. So when you approach it like that, and you don't let it get like blurred by the physical stuff, mm-hmm. I think you can then make um, a accurate 
uh, determination. You feel what I'm saying? If there's somebody you're supposed to be with or not. It makes sense what I'm saying, Absolutely. Bro? Um, so well, it, because the sex will kind of cloud the judgment, for sure, man. For sure. Quick. And, yeah. No, fast. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Expeditiously. Yeah. It'll fuck shit up. As bad as we want it, 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 it fucks shit up you. tough, dog. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. So deliberately, I'm like, nah, I ain't, I ain't even on there. Like, even when it was, you know, you know, kind of, you know, the door open, I'm like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You feel me? But and, and I'm going to be honest, bro, like, and everybody I was talking to, I was 100 with. Like, I was I'm like, companionship by committee, that's what I'm on right now. Yeah. You feel me? So I'm dating, practically. Like, that's what I'm doing. You not the only one. I ain't on no player shit. Yeah. I'm trying to find who I really want to be with. Yeah, you feel I mean, what I'm, I'm saying? keeping my options open, and I'm not sleeping with anybody. Type and and um, You got to respect it. She had to respect it. You all know what I'm of them. Well, yeah. like, you know, whatever was the situation at the time, man, that's, that's 100, man. And I commend you for that, because a lot of us don't do that or or um we're not honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the key. Uh like you gotta be honest. 1, you have to be honest. 1, you gotta 000. give her a decision. If you're not honest, she can't make the, the correct decision. yeah, the proper decision. For sure. You know, so that's that's great, man. My my older brother, um I look I look to him for a lot of guidance and I just remember um a few years back he was my age at the time. Yeah. And he was doing the same thing. He wasn't, you know, he was like really dating, not really having women over at the house, not mm-hmm. really kicking it after a certain time of night, yeah. you know, you know, meeting up at places instead of picking them up and dropping them off. You know, Type he was, he was kind of doing it the correct way. And so I've been able to learn from him and get advice from you from talking to you right now, because like. I want to be able to date like that too. Mm-hmm. Like I've been through so much goofy bullshit that, like, I yeah. really had to take a step back, focus in on me more. But then now it's like, okay, you want to date? Like, really do it the right way. Then you'll really find yeah. what you're looking for. That's real. So that's real, bro. Yeah, man, I'm happy for you too, man. Hey, gratitude, yeah, bro. And hey, let me tell you something too, man. Um, <laughs> second date, bro. You th- this thing. <laughs> so you know when you you know what I'm saying when you. Take a girl on a date, right? Like, yeah, you got to curate the music, right? You know right, what I'm and the music, like you can't, you can't put on, you know, what I'm saying, uh, uh, like Tank right away. And yeah, she's like, hey, what you on? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you can't <laughs> you play Tank that, right you away. That, you getting right to it. Yeah, right, right. you know what I'm saying. So you know, I'm playing like you know, just general, just smooth music, or whatever, like that, right? Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I got my little playlist, bro, my smooth shit, and it's like the third day, bro. And I scroll flat, fast, don't play, you know. Uh, and damn. don't play kind of on that level where it's yeah. like, you know, it's, you know, like, you know, I'm like, man, fuck it, I'm gonna play this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, this the homie, you know what uh-huh. I mean? This the homie or whatever. Like, say, oh, this shit cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't hit that night, you know what I mean? Like, she made me wait like three, like, I named like a month, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah I, I thought that was gonna be the song to just, uh, all right, I'm hey, in the door. <laughs> she liked it though, man. Uh, tell her, thank you, man. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That, uh, that song it, it is there but it's also um, you know speaking highly of of that woman facts you know what facts, I mean because I'm also saying like you're not like these other girls you yeah. way different yeah. and that's why we able to take it to the next step because I feel so highly about you 1000 um, bro and that's why you know I caught it don't play you know like when you really find what you're looking for and you really get into that committed relationship you're yeah. not playing games for sure so I'm not going to play games with you, and I'm not going to play with you in this bedroom either. It's, it's got a <laughs> both of them. You know what I mean? For so, sure. um, I, I, I 
I try not to be like, I like to make love songs, but then I also, I listen to like a lot of Maxwell and Brian oh, McKnight, yeah, you know bro. what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, they, they knew how to say it without saying it, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So that's where a lot of that inspiration came from, man, when the, these guys that uh were before me that I still listen to and mm. I'm inspired by, they could tell you exactly what they wanted to do without like being super vulgar. 1, and it was where, you know, a young girl could listen to it and like it. And then an elderly lady could listen to it and like it. And mm. so I, I, I try to keep the range open. Absolutely. Especially with R and B music, you um wanna I, I at least I try to, man. I I try to make a vibe. Uh yeah. I remember, man, I was playing this playlist for this girl. I and I, I love man, I, I feel you on this because I love playlists, dog. Like when you <laughs> when you with a girl and you can try to find some shit, like man, I bet you she ain't heard this shit. Yeah. You know, so man, I you know, cause you you compete, man. You know, you, you don't know who she dealing with or who she might be dating. So, you know, when it's your turn or when she's giving you some time, you gotta be on point. Yeah. And I just remember we uh I actually went to go hang out with her and I was just had this playlist on like back to back every song. She like, damn, I ain't never heard this. Same What's shit. This? I was like, yeah, I'm in the game. I'm winning. <laughs> so it was, it was, I got, I, I did get lucky that night. Oh, yeah, shit. I got lucky. So, you got lucky. Yeah, I got lucky that night. Oh, playlist um, was hitting, bro. Playlist was on fire, <laughs> and it wasn't even on like that tank shit. It was just on some like just real chill vibe. Like P and D. Not, uh, not even him, man. I was playing like some underground. R&B from LA. Like, I really be hey, having bro, you gotta my, send me that playlist, bro. I, I got yeah, you, dog. Bro. I, I know playlists, we real particular, peculiar mm-hmm. about this shit, but yeah, bro, that, that playlist hard, but gotta be, bro. Man, I was, man, I, I I really try to keep my ear to the street and, you know, I mean that in like just as far as music, like mm-hmm. house music, alternative music, man, I, I listen to some stuff. It's weird. I'll just hear it somewhere. Like, you might be shopping at the mall and my ear just different. And I'm, sure. Not, I'm sure yours probably is too. Sure. But some people, they just be at the mall and they be shopping. Yeah. And I'm in H&M or something and this song is, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, you trying like, to catch that vibe. Damn, sure. you know? So, sure. Siri, what song is it? Yeah. You know, I'm adding shit to my library every day, man. So, um, yeah, my playlist was hitting that night. Bro, let me ask you something. Do you have to be, to make a love song mm-hmm. right now, like, did you do you have to be in love at the moment, or like at least like in the past? That just have to be recent. No, hell no. I um, you just have to be inspired. Okay. And what I mean by that is it could have it could have been like an old relationship. I've I've had an old relationship where, you know, um, and sometimes we may use the word love loosely, but this was my first love. This was my first girlfriend. I can say that that I loved her and I was in love. But you just think about certain things. Or or it could be a girl that you just started talking to and you see some potential in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, like, Summer Walker made that song, You Got Potential. You know, I mm-hmm. think, like, you know, it, there's something that somebody has to inspire you. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I get inspired all the time. Shit, I might... Make a love song off of uh, vibes that I see with you and your lady. Type like if shit. we was all hanging out, I'm yeah. like, man, those two are really in love, and you just can, you can see it, you can feel the energy. Um, it might take a little bit of alcohol, you know what I mean? When you <laughs> right. when you trying to catch a vibe and working on some stuff, but you don't have to be in love to make a love song. Um, the it's crazy because 
music is real, but it's also imagination. Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. make something off of what you think love is or what you think love feels like. Yeah. You know? Let me ask you something, bro. Um, my my guy Jay, bro, that's my that's my right hand, bro. And it, it's weird. We we had this conversation because and, and I could spot it because I do it myself. And we actually had this conversation on the podcast too. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes I know personally I've like almost wanted to feel pain to like write a song. Like almost contrive pain or think about something that really pissed me off. Yeah. And just like stay in that pocket to mm-hmm. to write a song. And um that could be dangerous, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, particularly with R and B where this is I I would say rap is as vulnerable as R and B in in a different sense. Yeah. But when we talking about like almost strictly matters of the heart, do you almost find yourself sometimes going back to those moments and reliving that pain or reliving of situations and is that scary for you? It is. I think the best songs come from being hurt. Yeah. Um for example, we ain't heard shit from Bryson Tiller. That nigga has a happy. new baby. Girl, he happy. You know what I'm saying? We ain't heard shit. Yeah. That Trap Soul, he was going through something. Because mm. uh, even the the next album that he made, uh, and I love Bryson Tiller, the next album he made, True to Self, what I just didn't it? really feel, you know what I mean? I, it just, that Trap Soul, something was going on. Mm. Like, you you can just hear it. Um, even with The weekend. He was in a dark place when he was making those first three mixtapes, the trilogy, yeah, yeah. Uh, that House of Balloons and all that shit, that dark, moody music. He he was something yeah. was going on. Uh, My dear Melancholy, that album. Yeah. I think people forget about that. Yeah, that album. was a that good album one. Was hard. No, that bro. was a good one. That yeah. was a really good one by him too. Um, I think you have to have that pain and you have to channel it in a good way. Like I'll. You know, may have been going through something with an ex or my baby mama pissed me off today about mm. some goofy shit. Hey, bro, let me slide through. Let's work on some <laughs> stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? It's just For You sure. just got to channel it. And uh, and we all go through the shit. I see it with my other guy that make music. He'll be going through something and he like, come on, man, let's record. Mm. And I love that because that stops us from making a poor decision. Yeah. You know, we yeah. able to stay out of trouble and we able to be creative. So we channel that pain to be creative and then we make magic. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I do think you got to have pain. I don't know if my music would sound the same if I had $3 million and I was married. I would try, but my, my mood, that music would kind of shift. It, yeah. it, it, it just happens. You know? You, know, and I, you know, and I think about like... um I know it's rap, but like Jay Z, like how he still raps so good, and like this nigga life <laughs> probably yeah. good as fuck. You know what I mean? But I guess you like kind of got to go back to those those places. But you got to be real careful with doing it. And why you I'm do. asking you, bro, is because um, you know I'm kind of putting some notes together to to uh, write write another book. You know, and okay, I don't want to. I, I probably wouldn't I usually wouldn't even speak on it, but we having a good ass conversation, bro. So, yeah, for sure. Um but the thing is, is like I am in a really good spot. Good spot, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And what's what's really weird is I can't really think of a time where I wrote out of a good spot. And that's not to say that I never had good times in my life, but yeah. in those good times, I'm just like kinda in those moments and not necessarily creating. 
You know what I mean? Well, it's gonna be a challenge for you, but it's a it's a good challenge. Yeah. And then maybe you can speak on how you got here. Yeah. yeah you know I like, what I thank mean? You, bro. I like that. You know, I like so that. um that way you're still talking about past experiences and those troubled times, but then you're also speaking to the present of somebody that's trying to get where you mm, at. I like that. So bro. now you're giving them a guideline. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you weren't always here. Mm. So now you're helping that next person, like myself, that's, you know, trying to get, you know, in that good spot, be in a great relationship and and, and be happy with, yeah. with a love life and everything like that. And, I, and I'm happy. You know, I got my son. I'm happy. I'm solo. I got, you know, everything right. is okay. I'm still working on me. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. I read this book and you are talking about where you are now but you like man let me tell you how i got here mm-hmm. so now you are still kind of talking about pain and troubled Type times and, and people people can appreciate that man um people can appreciate that when when you're able to still reach back yeah you know and yeah. i know like you said you still gotta improve but that's good that you can honestly say that like man i've never wrote from a good spot and now i'm here right right man. so before you write Soak that shit in first and, you know, give Type yourself stuff, a pat man. on the back. You Type know what stuff. I mean? Yeah. Give yourself a pat on the back and 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 just soak that in for a second and then come back to it with a clear head yeah. and be like, how did I get here? And maybe note that and then start giving somebody those guidelines in your 1, book. And you're going you're gonna to help a lot of people. Bro, I got to stop just to say how much I'm enjoying this conversation right now. And because the thing is, is that, <clears throat> you know, you never know how somebody look at you. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's because, like, I'm in my shoes, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm in a pretty good spot. You know, still some things that I want to, you know, accomplish. Woo, woo. Mm-hmm. You know, you might see me as, bro, like, I like where bro at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You seem like he in a good spot. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about you. Like, you know, I was looking through your page, bro, and, you know, I see how—I I love how you, like, kick it with your, your brothers, and, and you got a sister, too, right? Yeah, I've got a younger you know sister. Yeah, yeah. How y'all hang. You know, you was with moms and shit like yeah. that, bro. Like, that's yeah. beautiful to me. You feel yeah. me? And, and, bro, no cap, my nigga, no cap, bro. Like— at the time, I was getting so caught up in my shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Work and creative and, you know, got to put the kids first, you know, get caught up in that shit and you get tunnel vision. That's one thing. I can get tunnel vision. Yeah. And I, I swear to God, bro, like, bro, I seen you post moms, bro. I'm like, dog, let me go kick with my mama, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Let me go, let me go call Pops, man. Me and Pops, you know, we at the career. We playing bones. Give me 10. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying, bro? Like, really making that time for my loved ones, bro. And I swear to God, like, there's no cap, bro. Like, mm-hmm. seeing your shit, bro, I'm like, let me make time for my people, bro. Yeah, that's you know? in, that's important, man. A lot of people don't even know. Me and my mom wasn't even talking for a little bit, man. Really? And that was on me. Talk, that was just on me. Like, not reaching out like I should and shit like that. And, you know, I had, you know, my OG, like my uncle, her brother. Yeah. Nigga, are you crazy? What are you doing? Yeah, you know, my my older brother. Nigga, are you crazy? What are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I get tunnel vision too. Sometimes I'm not where I need to be and I start focusing on that. And now I'm not answering calls and I'm not showing up. And, you know, uh, that's moms. You know that's what moms. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, shit, yeah. that's moms. I was just like... I can't do that. You know right. what I mean? Like, she need me. I'm like the only man in her life, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, shout out to my mama. Love her to death. You know what I mean? But we, we, we super solid now. Um, but we, you know, we always kicking, man. Family is is super big. So, you know, when they don't hear from me, they like, man, what what's going on yeah. with Jakan? Where he at? What he doing? And they know how I get sometimes. But 
you know, it ain't nothing to pick the goddamn phone up oh, and just God. be like, I'm calling to say, hey, you need anything? Hold, yeah. uh, my mom just had a surgery on her mouth because she about to get braces. Mm-hmm. And so um, I stopped over, dropped some groceries off. My sister is back home uh, early due to the coronavirus shit from on spring break. So I took her shopping to get some groceries in the house with them too. Um, put a new TV in there. You know what I mean? I was, you know, just making sure they okay because- Ain't nobody else going to do it for him. You know what I mean? So that shit is big, man. Um, That shit is big. I actually just kicked it with my pops, too. Uh, Mm. Friday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just went. He just moved into a new place. And I just had went over there and uh, him and some of his friends was playing spades. So I I kicked it for a little (laughs) minute. uh, Had a couple drinks with pops. So they they really appreciate that, man. We we are... um, we in a weird we in a weird age right now in our twenties, man. We trying to figure this shit out, mm-hmm. you know. Especially us with having kids, you know. We thought we may have, like I know for sure. I thought I was gonna be a millionaire at twenty five. Me too, bro. <laughs> and now I'm about to be twenty eight. So I'm like, whoa, shit. Wait a minute. So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, put the pieces together. Yeah. And yeah. so sometimes we we catch that tunnel vision and that's okay. But you know, our parents, they just want to make sure we are right and they just want to hear from us. So um you actually right up the street from my mom. So I probably slide over there when I leave here just because I'm in the neighborhood. But yeah. that shit is important, man. And I I try to show people that not for a pat on the back, but but look what happened. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So like you said, you seeing me hanging out with my mom, it made you go reach out to your mom and go kick it with her or Absolutely. go to see your dad. Some people, um, we got to be really careful about what we post, you mm-hmm. know, because the people are watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't get caught up in numbers. Only 10 people watch it. Maybe that one person needed to see, like, straight up, bro. I need to go call moms real quick. Straight up. You know, that shit is important as hell, man. So we got to understand. The power of social media and try to use it the right way. Yeah. I bullshit on there. I get on there and I'm uh, drinking or out and about. Sometimes <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm showing people that I'm I'm having a good time. But then yeah. I'm I'm at my mom's crib. You know, we chilling. Or yeah. my sister does it all the time. Like when she around me, I I know like she always my brother here. She always <laughs> on Snapchat. My brother here. So that's important, man. And and your energy, dude. Facts. Facts. You didn't even have to say nothing. You gotta understand. How powerful our energy is mm-hmm. when we first met. Straight I said, Oh, up. this is kids. Let Straight me go call that, bro. Yeah, you know yeah, what bro. I mean? It was off of seeing you out here on your dad's shit. I'm on my yep. dad's shit, but it was just the energy. Yep. And now look where we at after that shit. 1,000. You bro. know? 1,000. So sometimes our parents need that energy to, to be rubbed off on them. Yep. You know, my mom might be going through something at work, but her son came by to see how she's doing. He dropped some groceries off. He, Helping her with the TV, take the garbage out. Let me clean the dishes up real quick. She need that energy. Yeah, now man. she feeling better. Yeah. You know, so you niggas need to go say hi to y'all mama, 1, man. What <laughs> <laughs> Go kick bro. it with your mom for a minute, man. But I was one more <clears throat> thing about that. I was doing some crazy shit, mm-hmm. and I don't mean crazy like wild boy shit. Just out of pocket shit. And what I mean by that is, I'm spending all this time with these women mm. or or this woman. Mm-hmm. I'm buying this woman something. I'm taking this woman to dinner. Like, when the last time you took your mom out for lunch? Or when the last time you took your sister out to go get some food or a shirt? Or, you know, something little. So, with my sister going back to school, 
it kind of slowed down. But once a month, me, my mom, and my sister would pick a restaurant and we would go eat. That's beautiful. And I would be like, okay, y'all, make sure y'all have y'all money saved. But then I would always foot the bill. That's you know beautiful. what I mean? That's but, beautiful, bro. Yeah. So it's it's um we need that time, man. We we gotta be there for our, you know, not just our our woman, like if we in a relationship, but yeah. like my mom and my sister, they need me just as much as any one of these skeezers or chicken head. <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> any one of these beautiful black women, you know what there I mean? <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. No, man, that's that's a fact, bro. You know, and I, I think that uh I don't try to be morbid or anything, but like my mom, you know, she uh, my mom would call me like two or three times. <laughs> yeah. Like and I just I'm I won't see the call. I'll miss the call and mm-hmm. you know, call her back. And she's like, yeah, 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 I need to talk to you, man. She'd tell me something that she could have texted me. <laughs> right. She just want to hear your voice, man. Yeah. And um, I just think about it like, man, you know, it's somebody that's not getting these calls. Dog. You know what I'm saying? It's one day where I ain't going to get that yeah. call. So you got to appreciate man. that right now. You know what I mean, bro? Like We got to appreciate. Man, I, I, I didn't want to touch on that. I'm glad you said that, though, because yeah. I take that shit for granted. I know I do. And um, I'm I'm working to get better on that because yeah. I know we just be thinking mom going to always be here and she not. And, you know, there's a guy, I won't say his name. There's a guy that I know in particular that I see on Facebook, dude, be like, man, I miss my mama. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he like in our age group. And so I know I be taking that shit for granted because I don't know what I would do if I couldn't call my mom. For sure, I just talked to her. Um Last night for about two hours. It was supposed to be a quick phone call, but it's just, she just be needing to talk to me. Yeah. You know, I be needing to talk to her. And and, and um, we come from them. Yeah, so we right. got to we gotta reach back and, and, and get that knowledge that they have for us, man. That shit is super important. What we talking about remind me of a, a, a caption mm-hmm. of yours. You said, moments like these are the ones we take with us and cherish. When it's all said and done, the main focus was doing what you love. And um, I know you're talking about music, but I think that... Damn, yeah. yeah damn, yeah. yeah. I forgot I said that on Instagram, right? On Instagram, yeah. yeah. And it's it's applicable, man. Like, I just... I've been really focused on um, being where my feet are. You know what I'm saying, man? Absolutely. And, and being, being in that moment. You know what I'm talking about? And... When I'm on the phone with moms, I, I damn don't. I try not to even be driving. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I want to just be in this conversation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When I'm with my girl, bro, I'm just trying to be with you at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Right now, doing this podcast, Absolutely. bro. Like we in this moment. You yeah, know what I'm saying, yeah. man. It, it, it just. It, I think it definitely rings true when we get so caught up in, man, trying to accomplish this, accomplish that, get this, get that, bro. It's like yo, like take that time. You Got know to. what I'm talking about to cherish. You know what I mean? Yes, man. Sometimes uh, we move too fast, and if you're moving too fast, that's when you'll slip up. For sure, bro. And I mean, I mean, in in every day, I I seen an accident on the way here. Mm. Motherfuckers just moving too fast. Like just slow down. You know what right. I mean? And and process everything. But like literally on the way here, I watched an accident happen yeah. coming up Fond du Lac. So that's just from moving too fast. You know. And so we got to use that in life too. And we got to cherish every single moment. You know what I mean? Like, this is big. Yeah. Granted, it was supposed to happen maybe, what, last week? Yeah, and I had yeah. I had some shit going on. But I've, I've always been a firm believer of um, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, 
timing is everything for me too. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. I don't know why it's happening right now, but this is when it was supposed to happen. Yeah. And and shit is solid. You know, like this great conversation for sure. Like this is one hundred. So um we have to take that into everyday life. Like I know that uh post was I think I was sitting at the studio. Yeah. And I was if you look, I'm smiling. Like I'm in a happy place when I'm there, you know. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing what I like to do. I'm not at work working for somebody else, or <laughs> you know, doing the, some other responsibility for something. Like that was my me time. So yeah, we got to cherish those moments and you know just really be happy and you know stand on our feet where we are. One thousand man. Hey um man, I gotta ask you, bro. Um, mm-hmm. You got to give me your your top five with the R&B. Oh. Got to ask you that. I want to ask something else, but let me get this in before, okay. before I forget. Give oh. me your top five with the R&B, bro. I wish you would have warned me so yeah, I could have thought of it. That's tough, man. Um, Gosh. It could be current, bro, or yeah. all the time, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to have to say first and foremost... I got to go with Maxwell. Maxwell to go, bro. Yeah. I got to go with Maxwell. Um, I'm just, I, I have to say this off of what I what I listen to, like, and what I like. So there might be somebody that's listening to this, like, this motherfucker tripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maxwell for sure, dude. Um, I like um, one of Drake's artists, Division. Oh, them niggas cold, yeah. bro. Them niggas yeah. cold. I, bro, I had them on my snap <laughs> well, like two days ago. Like, bro, them niggas yeah. cold, bro. Uh, Division is, uh, they don't miss. Like, they I, don't. I, yeah, and they're they're still new. You know what I mean? Like, two albums. Yeah, bro. but I I got it. And this is in no order. I no, can't. That's no I order. Got you. Yeah, I got you. but <clears throat> I'm just going off of like what I what I listen to. Um, I mean. Chris Brown is considered R&B. Okay. So I would have, I mean, songs, dancing, dude is yeah. dude is really like Michael Jackson. Type shit. Not, um, Beyonce is Michael Jackson. Okay, okay. So I don't want, Beyonce is, is our Michael Jackson. Yeah. But um, just R&B, I would have to go with Chris Brown. Uh, so that's three. Number four, Rihanna. Okay. okay. Um, and this is off of one album. This is off of the anti album. Okay. Just that album alone, a lot of people mad because she ain't had no music out. I don't need to hear shit else. Really? Anti anti was fire enough for me. Damn. I don't yeah, I don't need to hear and I don't listen this is gonna sound real sexy. I, know what I don't really say, listen yeah. to like the female artists. Mm. Um I checked out Summer Walker album just because everybody was playing that shit. Yeah. Um but I don't I don't like go listen to Beyonce albums. But that's how cold she is that I know when they drop, I know when she on tour. Type like shit. I you, so Beyonce is the GOAT, but that I I'm going off of like feeling and like vibe. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. anti album, I don't need shit else from Rihanna. She could be done. And that that solidifies her for me. Type shit. That's four. Five. Oh. I I, I wanna go. I want to go with somebody old school, and I can't really think of this. We're gonna come back to this okay. again, but uh, I'm gonna say Party Next Door just because of his P&D. his songwriting. P&D, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He he wrote two of my favorite songs on Rihanna's album, 
the anti album. And then um, you know, he's giving Drake some amazing yes. work. And yes. then the shit that, that he leave for himself be cold too. Yeah, I feel that, bro. Okay, I'm I'm gonna give you that's oh, I don't man, know if I'm gonna tough. give you my top five. I'm just gonna list okay. some of my RB. See now, cause now I wanna look at my Apple music. Yeah, do your thing, do your thing. See, bro. I I got Prince, bro. Prince. Oh fuck yeah, that's Prince. See, I don't know, but it's it's, it's different segments of R and B though. Yeah, like it's like it's is him and Michael Jackson can sit like I consider Michael Jackson pop. Yeah, Mike is pop. Yeah, Mike is pop. You know what I mean? But then Chris Brown would be pop. I think see, but okay, because there's like pop-ish R and B and it's like true R and B. You know what I mean? I think Chris Brown can do both, but his lane is mainly like the popish R&B. So, yeah, so he's kind. Of, he would have to be like my honorable mention. So I got to come up with another one. But go ahead, because I think the only niggas that's really doing like true R&B right now, you got Party Next Door, um, Division, Division, like Daniel Caesar, Daniel Caesar, yeah, Brent um, Fayez, yeah, he's yeah. nice. Uh, he doesn't have enough for me to be. To, he he's dope. Yeah. It's but a couple I, guys though. Yeah, it, it is. Um, it's this dude named Sebastian Michael. He got the song called "Time." That's me and my girl's song, bro. That that song cold as fuck, bro. You know um, what I'm saying? Okay, I gotta add him. Another dude is uh uh Duran. Duran. I think I heard that name before. Um, but it's it's uh, jeez, what is it? It's like Duran Bernard. I feel like I heard that name before, bro. He he right now, dude got the coldest song I've ever heard in my life. This shit came out like two years ago. Bro, you gotta send that to me, bro. Yeah, his name is uh yeah, Duran Bernard. Duran Bernard. Yeah. Yo, this song, I heard I heard the song in the barbershop. Type it's two. like R and B. And I was getting cut downtown and 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 I get cut by this lady. This lady cut my hair. Mm. And I'm like, I'm like, this 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 sound from like I know this voice because I have I, I got a couple of his songs, but I didn't. I never heard this song, yeah. and I'm like, "Is this Duran Bernard?" She was like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Yo, what is this?" Oh, that shit hit like that. Like, bro? like I was in the car, two, three days straight. That was the only shit playing. That Man, same song. I'm like, what? this motherfucker is what? fire, bro. You know who can sing, bro? Um, Victor Oladipo, bro, the basketball player. <laughs> I know that that's that shit was... crazy. And he can sing, bro. <laughs> hey, but you know, it's this nigga named um. Bro, I really love R&B, as you can tell. Yeah, It's this nigga named K-Force. Okay, he got this album called Eye of the Tiger, but it's spelled like T-A-I-G-A. I heard of him. Bro, that shit dope. But see, this the thing, bro. And you know what? I wanted to mention this to you. Yeah. So, he dropped that album. Mm-hmm. The album hard as fuck to me. Now, I heard it late. Album hard as fuck. So, he, fin- he dropped a new one. Mm-hmm. And I'm jumping to it. I'm like, bro, what you did on the last one, right? Yeah. Now he began the album with um uh um like a sound bite of Joe Budden on the Joe Budden podcast, basically okay. talking shit about him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Saying that uh, uh his girl was like, Is this the weekend? Is this party? Like he was trying to emulate niggas. I ain't catch that from him. You feel me? Yeah. Whole album he rapping. I'm like, bro, you made a mistake, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you let them niggas get in your yeah. ear, bro. Like, bro, do your thing, bro. Yeah. You feel me? I got to add the weekend. I, I got to put the yeah. weekend on mine. Yeah. But he be doing some pop shit, though. He is going pop. But that, that um, see, like, new week, I, 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 I'm I big on music, so I don't like to do, like, the whole I was an original fan and shit touch like it, that. But it. I'm going to be honest with you, dog. I was a 
Drake fanatic like 2010. Mm. And I'm still, I still think he the best right now. But um, just a brief backstory of how I found out about The Weeknd. Because I don't really think a lot of people knew who this dude was at first. Um, Drake used to uh, make tweets on Twitter at like 5, 6 in the morning. Like when people sleep, you know, 4.30 in the morning. Mm. Me being a fanboy, I set the notification where I would get him because he would drop music. So yeah. and then you would wake up and be like, oh shit, Drake dropped some new music on SoundCloud or whatever. So I would set the notification, dog. I swear to God, I was up, just I was just up in my dorm room in Sheboygan. This nigga tweet at like 5:15 in the morning. And he don't he don't make no posts. It's just a link. This is back when uh, the blog shit was big. Okay. So he had like the OVO blog. Mm-hmm. Basic as hell. I clicked the link and it's that Coming Down song by The Weeknd that was on House of Balloons. Mm-hmm. But there's no album. It's just the song. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, nah, this not Drake. I was like, yo, like, <laughs> who is this? Yeah. Like, I was freaking out. But then it said The weekend, So automatically, I'm like, oh, this a group. So yeah, yeah, yeah. now I'm searching for him. He got videos out, but he don't show his face in the video. He was like super mysterious. I kind of feel like, and people going to argue me this down, I kind of feel like I was like one of the first people to ever hear this dude. Because I... I was just like, yo. It sound like it, bro. Yeah, I'm like, what is... Then I was asking people. Nobody knew who this dude was. Yeah. My sis, I put my sister on, but then other people started finding out about him when they did the trilogy. And that's when they did all three of those mixtapes as one big album. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. when I was listening to him, he was dropping each mixtape when that was hot. Like, he did the House of Balloons. Then he did the other mix, the Thursday mixtape. Then he did yeah. the... You know what I mean? So I kind of felt like... I was kind of on this pretty early. Mm. I was like, I'm on this pretty early. But because of that and because of how cold that coming down song was in the House of Balloons and just like lo-fi, moody, drug R&B, I got to give it to The weekend because nobody else really doing that. Okay, so are you you going on a date? You know what I'm saying? You pick Shorty up. Yeah. You playing a weekend or you playing a party? Ooh, shit, I'm playing party. Yeah, I want the, yeah, I want the. I am. I, I want, yeah. I get, yeah, because party, party make women feel good. You I know, see. he make women feel good. Um, And he, he still talk on some boss shit, but he make women feel good. Um, The weekend, that's like druggy music. Yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah. like, you know, they got emo rap. He's like emo R&B when he was first coming up. Yeah. So um, he's changed a little bit, but that was like, that that druggy white girl like R and B type shit. White bitches really started listening to R and B now because of the weekend. <laughs> they were, you know what I mean. White people don't really fuck with R and B like that. I don't think so. A lot of my white guy friends, they uh, don't really, they don't know Daniel Caesar and shit. They don't, they listen to rap, yeah. but they ain't really listening to R and B. You might be on to something. So, I never thought about that. I you don't might. ever hear white girls like, oh, I'm finna play some Daniel Caesar or I'm finna throw party next door on. Yeah. I didn't really hear that. Maybe in Toronto, but not, not here, you know? Uh, but The weekend started making that music because them white girls get down like that. He started making that that drug R&B music, and they had something they could, they could fuck with. Bro, this is going to be... This is not off subject. I just had to start. Bro, 
I need to see you do a fucking NPR Tiny Desk concert, bro. I need to see that shit. Oh man, that'll be a blessing. I need to dog. see that shit. Yeah, yeah. I would love I would love to do that, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. I watch bro. those all the time. Bro, them be up, bro. I swear to God, bro, like I was watching Erica Badu's. Um Yeah, hers was dope. Yeah. Summer Walker's bro, was Summer dope. Summer Walker. Anthony um, Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton. Oh yeah, shit. He, he I might have to put him. I gotta him. put him on there too. And I hate I can't believe I forgot about him because I love him. Yeah, I love Anthony Hamilton. It's it's I gotta it's it's too much. I got a whole list that I couldn't even give you five. I hate that I, I had to say five because it doesn't do it any justice. But he, um, Anthony Hamilton is is for yeah. sure. Yeah. Him and Maxwell, I love them guys for sure. Yeah, Maxwell. Sure. Yeah, bro. I think Urban Haynes sweep that might be that might be. My t- in my top three albums, like bro, I, I keep that shit. If I buy an album on vinyl, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's just a different level, and I got that on vinyl. Yeah, that's it, it's it's um it's a different feeling for sure. When you when you have when you had that, um, I'm trying to think of who else. I don't know, man. Hey, on the women's side though, bro, like uh, Janae, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Janae's so she toxic dope. though. <laughs> she would ruin she my life. She would ruin my life. She would ruin my life. She are she ruining Big Sean life. Hey, they look happy though, bro. They he ain't making happy. no music. He ain't making man. Music. She ruining that nigga life. You see that song that none of your concern. He rapping all fast and going high and talking about I made you come nine times. He in his chest too. Type she shit. got him feeling away. <laughs> when he ain't been the same. She man, she would ruin my life, yeah. dog. Summer Walker is really dope. I love her vibe. Summer Walker, Ari Lennox. Now that's a that's a that's a beautiful black woman, dog. Facts. That's a yeah, and that's Shea Butter Baby. See, yes, yes, Shea Butter. Shea Butter. I'm so ghetto. Excuse me. That's Shea Butter Baby. That's a that's a fire ass yeah, album, bro. Uh, that's a fi- man. She. I would love to see her in concert. I wanted to go see her in New Orleans, but they. They can't. They've been canceling, canceling shit. shit. I was supposed to go to Wild and Out on the twentieth. Mm-hmm. They canceled Cancel that. that. So, um, hey, bro, my man, you know no, you good, bro. Uh, we used to talk about the playlist earlier and shit. So you know, when, my first couple of days with my girl, you know, I'm playing that, and when she kind of warmed up, um, and I rolled with her one time, mm-hmm. and she ain't ever say that when I'm playing the music. She just chilling. Yeah, I get in the car with her, bro. What she put on? Kevin Gates. <laughs> Oh shit. Kevin Gates fucking <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Man. Uh Kodak Black and shit. I'm Man. like, babe, what the fuck? You sound like you don't like R and B. She's like, no, I, I like this. I'm like, ain't that a bitch? I ain't know that. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is about uh our, our beautiful women they here. They be trapping, in the city, bro. They, they, they the gangsters, bro. Yeah, they are the gangsters, dog. Cause I like NBA young boy, like, and shout out to the I just I don't want to hear that shit that all the time. The no, it's vibe. not really the vibe for me. Uh, I can hear it in certain, you know, situations. Like, mm. if I'm finna go out. Like, if it's 15 people in this house and we pre-gaming and we finna go step somewhere, I get it's suitable for yeah, that, yeah. Uh, depending on, like, who's all in here. But, like, music, like, determines your attitude, I feel like, for sometimes. For sure, for sure. So, if you playing, like... Like this rowdy shit. Like y'all finna go fuck something up. Yeah, and now you drinking, it makes you a little aggressive, yeah. you know. And I, I, I've tried not to be like that, so I try to keep that tone. Like I try to, I, like 
I play a lot of alternative and house music because it can you. still give me that upbeat feeling, but not on some like I'm ready to wreck shit. I wish a motherfucker would step on my shoe tonight. <laughs> right. If I'm listening to Kodak Black or Kevin Gates, depending on the song, yeah. and now we in here drinking Hennessy, I'm like, man, I wish a motherfucker would look at me crazy tonight. <laughs> Cause we done been listening to this shit for two hours, you know. I, so I try not. Yeah. I try to be careful about um, my intake of music, and Absolutely. I love. I love rap, nigga. Like Baby Keem. I don't know if you heard of Baby him. Keem hard, Baby bro. Keem is hard. fire. Yeah, bro. And and um, I I love his shit. Uh, but I do try to keep it like smooth. Like, I try to just keep it chill, bro. It's a few local niggas, bro. Like I said, my nigga Alexander, bro. I think he got the coldest pin in Milwaukee, and I think he can compete with anybody. My nigga King Bando. My nigga Smokey Jones, bro. That nigga okay. can rap his, You know what I'm talking about, bro? What's his real name? T-Andre. No, I was thinking of another guy. His name started with a T, but that his like Smokey Woos or something. Oh, it's no, not that. Bro, them niggas can rap. But listen, bro. I need you on a song with my nigga Jay, bro. I need you on the song, bro. Man, please, man. Let's let's, let's set it up. Yeah. I'm I'm always man, listen, man, I'm always down to work. I'm um actually waiting to get some new equipment. Mm. Um, cause one of my like we got some stuff at my at my buddy's house, but like we've had it for about a year now. So I just he doesn't care. I'm a like I'm a nerd with that shit. So like I just wanna upgrade. I've been looking into like new newer equipment that Thank I'm you. like, oh, I need to get that. You know what I Thank mean? You. So it's kind of like a motherfucker that's obsessed with cars. They buying parts and stuff like that. That's how I am. I'm like, oh, I just seen this new microphone. Like, yeah. I really want this. I got I got some brand new headphones. I want to get a bigger focus right interface. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to set that up, but that's just like for the home studio. As far as like working with anybody else, man, I'm always open and we can yeah. go to any studio, man. Let's get so, it then, bro. Bro, so... And I could chop with you, nigga, yeah, forever. Yeah, Obviously, I know, nigga. man. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> I got to get back over here when the when the microphone's off, too, yeah, man. 1, just 000. in general. Just 1, in general. 1,000, bro. Um, I always ask people. It's like my last question. I always mm-hmm. ask people. You know, it's one corner at a time. I ask people to identify that corner. Just like how how where how you going to impact, you know what I'm saying, your people. You know what I'm saying? Your people is the family, the mm-hmm. city, just globally. Like, what's your mission? You dig what I mean? What's your mission, bro? How do you accomplish it? That's a great question, actually, man. Uh, when I think about that, just a short answer, it's just to just to um, be good to people, so good to come back to me and be inspiring. You know, um, I know how easily I can be inspired by like even just this conversation, and you may have not even realized that. And I just know that's because you're a genuine ass person. Well, like your genuine energy and vibes is why I'm inspired because of what we're talking about. Well, and so I just always want to, you know, give that to just the world. You know what I mean? I've been in situations where a random person has helped me out because maybe my car was stuck or something like that or, you know, just talking to people. Uh, like, my mom does public speaking. Mm. And, I, you know, I told her, like, it doesn't matter if it's 10 or 100 people out there. I guarantee you there's somebody that needed to hear that message. Mm. So um, I just always want to be an inspiration, whether it's through music, whether it's me being an audio engineer, um, and just in family, like inspiring my son, you know. Absolutely. That's that's what it's all about. Uh, just being a, a a good person. When I leave here, I want people to be like, man, that dude, that was a good dude. 
Like that was a good dude. That's all it's about, man. Like your word is bond and all you got is like you and and you know, um first impressions are everything. Like the first time we met, it's been great since then, you sure know. Like we gotta make sure we hang out more. Cause yeah, you know, bro. iron sharpens iron. So yeah. um I just wanna be an inspiration to people. That's I really love what it's it, all about. I love it, bro. Man, listen, bro, I had a hell of a time, my nigga. Man, same here, man. I'm glad yeah. I'm here. I, it, this should have happened a long time ago, but like I said, timing is everything, and um, when it's supposed to happen, it's gonna happen, and this is when it happens. So, one thousand, bro. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming, man. One corner at a time, bro. Absolutely, appreciate man. You, bro. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely, my man. Love, love, bro.